It's time for a podcast rewind and the episode I've chosen this week is how to write blogs for SEO. Lots of businesses create blogs and publish loads of content and it sits on their website and never does anything. So in this podcast rewind episode, we talk about how to actually write so that your blogs get traffic and most importantly, get some conversions. Enjoy. Are you writing blog posts that just don't get any traffic from Google? Or have you decided to write blog posts for your website and you want to make sure that they're SEO friendly? Hey, I'm Tim Cameron Kitchen, founder of digital marketing agency Exposure Ninja. And in this video, I'm gonna tell you how to write SEO friendly blog posts using the same process that we use for our award-winning client campaigns. Let's go. Welcome to the Exposure Ninja digital marketing page. So step one is to choose your subject. Your blog post should be focused on the questions your ideal customer or client has before they convert. So before searching for boiler installation near me, they'll probably have searched for something like which type of boiler is most efficient or how much does boiler installation cost? Your job is to write the blog post that answers those questions. Step two is to research your keyword. Each blog post you write should focus on only one or two keyword phrases. The question or subject that you've picked to write about should be that phrase. In this case, we'll pick most efficient boiler as our keyword focus. Next, we'll search Google for that keyword phrase and open up every page on the first page of Google. What type of content is ranking? Is it short form? Is it long form? Is it informative content? Is it more like a category page on an e-commerce site? You need to know what type of content Google is ranking so that your content matches and is also likely to rank at the top. You should also take notes on how each piece of content is structured. So are the same headings being used in every piece? Then your content probably needs to include them too. Are the same types of photos, graphics, and videos being used on each ranking page too? If so, you should probably think about including them too, as they're probably helping Google to get a better grasp of what each page is about. Step three, research your competition. Your core focus should be the pages ranking on the first page of Google, as they're your direct traffic competitors. But it's also important to know if your business competitors are covering the same subject too. So you can use site colon search operator in Google to find your competitor's content. For example, to do this type site colon competitordomain.com or one word and your keyword phrase in inverted commas. Then repeat the process of taking notes on the structure, headings and the media that they've used in their posts. Step four is to research citable content. Depending on the complexity of your subject, you might need to cite related content in your blog post. We highly recommend doing this as it helps Google to understand the context of your content. You can link to related questions or any surveys and data that supports your blog post. Think of it in the same way as if you're writing a university paper, right? You'd need to cite your sources to back up what you're claiming. Step five is to choose a catchy title. Before writing anything, you need to know what you're writing about. You might already have your title drafted from your initial subject research, but it's quite possible that it's a little dry. <laughs> you need to improve it so it sounds like something you'd actually want to read. When writing blog post titles, I like to think about the days when BuzzFeed was still relevant. Oh, 
You've seen their clickbait titles though, you know what I mean. Your title needs to be highly clickable too. Now it doesn't need to be deceptively clickable like Buzzfeed's titles are slash were, but it does need to be irresistible to your reader. So in our example, we could use a title like the most eco-efficient boilers in 2022, tried and tested. Now, who wouldn't want to click on that if they were interested in that topic? So you can add what we call power words too, such as approved, best-selling, compared, guaranteed, endorsed, proven. I could go on. You could go another way entirely and use how to choose the most efficient boiler for your home. Okay, step six. Set out your structure and start writing. Now you need to decide how to structure your blog post. So start by writing a bullet point list of the things that you want to say. These should include the headings that you noted whilst doing your research earlier. They should also be informed by how well you know your subject too. Don't be afraid to add your expertise and your unique opinions on this. Then expand those bullet points into sentences, then from sentences into paragraphs then from paragraphs into multiple paragraphs. Before you know it, you'll have a blog post that can rival any of those ranking at the top of Google. By the way, it's exactly the same approach when you're writing a book. It's important to make sure that you're using the right heading tags in your content. Your title should have an H1 tag, then the rest of your headings should use an H2 tag. You can use H3 tags for any smaller headings that you might have within a section that already has an H2 tag. Where possible, mix up the format of your text. Use quotes where you can and bullet points too. This makes your piece look more interesting. You should also add in the media that you found or created here as well. We like to include a mixture of things like embedded content from other websites, plus graphics or videos that we've created for our clients. Step seven is to choose a call to action. This is where most businesses go wrong. They don't include a call to action. They just write a blog post and they leave it there. Sure, this is about making a blog post SEO friendly but it's also about making your blog post revenue friendly. So if your call to action is a link to another page on your website, such as a related service page, adding your call to action can also help your SEO. Adding links to your most important pages, your commercial pages, your products and service pages from related blog posts and guides can help the linked to page rank better. So in our example, adding a link from our, which is the most efficient boiler page to our boiler installation service page is going to help that page rank and it's going to help get more people onto that page which will hopefully convert. That is Ninja. Step number eight is to optimize your metadata. So we've got a whole video about writing perfect asterisk metadata that you can watch here. But why does it need to be perfect? Well, because your metadata and your page is gonna be competing against 10 other pages for a reader's attention. A search user is gonna scan the search results and click the one that best matches their query but they're also going to be drawn to the one that looks most interesting and intriguing. This takes us back to choosing a catchy title for your blog. Now your page title and description need to be catchy and use some good old fashioned psychology to get someone to click your result and visit your page. The better your metadata, the higher your click-through rate from search will be. Now, a simple trick that's often forgotten is that you can use Google Search Console to see what your blog post click-through rate is and then revise it until it reaches a percentage that you're happy with. Hit publish now and your SEO-friendly blog post has every chance to rank at the top of Google, but I'm gonna give you two bonus tips to help your blog post to rank. Bonus tip one, add internal links. 
Your blog post needs to link out to related content, but what people often forget is that your blog post needs linking to too. Search your website for related blog posts that could link to your newly published post. So in our example, uh, we could link our related how much does a boiler installation cost blog post to our new which is the most efficient boiler post. Now, the more contextual your links are, the easier it'll be for Google to understand what your post is about and rank it accordingly. Bonus tip number two is to build external links. So this is links from other websites into yours, into your new blog post. So tip two is to build external links to your blog post. Links are still one of the most important parts of Google's algorithm, so your blog post needs them. There are lots of ways you can build links to your website, but one of our favorite ways is to publish blog posts on other websites and include a link back to our blog post within it. You wanna keep the content on that other site contextually related to help Google understand it, and you should see your blog post climb up the search results as a result. So if you wanna learn more about doing keyword research for your blog post, then watch this video here. If you want to learn more about how to earn backlinks for your content, then watch this video here. And if you haven't already, hit like and subscribe. Laters!